Why? What? You gotta touch your mic then. Yeah, just to do that. Jesus. I've asked you five times, are you ready? Just to be sure. And then we, <coughs> I begin and you still touch your mic. I just, it's flabbergasting. It is, isn't it? It's really flabbergasting. It is, honestly, like one of those dogs that go round and round in circles until you know they finally sit down. You know. No, this was like the final... Faff. Final, exactly. It's the final faff down. Do, 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 do. And there is currently, I'm suppressing a faff just so you. What know. is it you want to faff? With I just now? want to move the microphone stand slightly. Right. Knock yourself out. Go Thanks. for it. Are you ready now? No. Yes, I now? didn't realise because you hadn't sat down yet. You mm. see, I didn't realise that it would be slightly obscuring my view of you uh, and I, we I can't have that i'm faffing i'm moving my mic just to show you how we can all do it all right well it's okay i don't have a monopoly on faffing faffopoly right i'm starting again okay <laughs> now that we've warmed up <laughs> <laughs> just good a little bit hello and welcome to another episode of beyond pod the internet's second most popular Marillion podcast featuring me, Paul Rose, and my wife, Sanya, who's over there. Hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi. Nice to see you. We, I don't think we've ever said hi to... I don't generally say hi. What do you say? Hello. Uh, all right. You say all right? Or hello. Oh, my God. That confused me so much when I first came to England. Yeah. People going, all right. And I was like... Do I look like I'm not okay? What's what's going on? Why are they asking me this? Right. Yeah, I really, I didn't understand. I was like, yes, are you all right? But if you think about it, it's not that different to the whole American thing of how are you? Yeah, I know. You know, how's your day going? It's just wor- worded differently and it mm. threw me off. That did throw me the first time. I remember I went to LA when I was 22 and I went to a toy shop. <laughs> I was buying something, not for me. Oh, I did actually buy. Anyway, doesn't matter. You don't have uh, to be embarrassed about buying toys. They're they're for all ages now. Yeah, I know that. I don't mind. Still, I'm look, detecting a, look around this room. There, uh, there's there's toys everywhere that are mine. Yeah, toys are there, us. There's that pile of wooden blocks. There's <laughs> the little train set. The little train set. Um, uh, yeah, and I I remember really clearly the girl behind the counter. Saying hi, how are you? And me telling her in detail, and her just looking really awkward. (laughs) Yeah. So in in the United States, people say how how are you, and you're not meant to reply. I don't think so. I think you reply with how are you. Oh really? Something. Because people say how are you here and in Australia, but you do reply. Do not say it to someone from the UK because you will literally get their life story. But people do say it quite a lot. Or usually people just go, yeah, I'm all right. How are you? It's like, more they don't... greeting in America, I think. It's a, yeah. It's a greeting here as well, but we do reply. We just reply with a lie. like A lie? Not a lie, but it's like you have to shorten it to sort of be like, oh, yeah, everything's good. How are you? I used to work. Um, or, oh, rubbish today. How are you? I used to work at Lab Books Racing, the bookmakers. Mm-hmm. And there used to be a guy who would come in every afternoon called Derek Thompson, who was a commentator for Channel 4 horse racing. Mm. He's tall like this. Hi, how are you, everyone? And the the joke was 
that he'd never cared, never actually cared how we were. So I thought I'd test it one day because he'd go, hi, how are you? And you go, yeah, I'm fine, Derek. And you go, good, good, good. Uh, and so I, I tried it out and he came in, hi, hi, Paul, how are you? And I, oh, I feel awful today. Derek, good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> he was a character. Um, he signed my 18th birthday card. How? With his hands. Oh. <laughs> what do you mean, How? What do you mean, how? With a pen? No, I thought he said, like, he signed with a funny comment or something. No. Oh. I, I, probably just happy birthday signed by Tom, Tomo. That's what everyone called him, Tomo. Tomo. Anyway, we haven't actually talked about Marillion yet this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was a loud rasp. <laughs> that was quite the rasp. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I don't know if you noticed, last week was a bit of a mixed bag because I think we're just sort of settling into this year after what had been a terrible 2022. Um, and frankly, I had a bit of a shit start to this year. I was feeling very down as a result of everything that happened in 2022. So yeah, it all hit you. It hit me. At the end of December. Year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't want Just wanna, in time for Christmas. Just in time for Christmas. I got through Christmas. You got through it, 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 yeah. But, but I don't yeah, want to dwell on it and I'm sort of... I mean, I'm feeling my feelings, but I'm just sort of pushing forwards and trying to keep busy and keep a routine. And uh, yeah. I don't think I want to, at the moment, you know, dig into anything too deeply like we did during the Happiness is the Road Volume 1 Right, stuff. yeah, because you're just sort of coming out of uh, quite an intensely emotional period. Yeah, yeah, the, the start Christmas. of this year has been very Yeah, very and low. Yeah, actually this whole month so far... I mean, it's not been a bad month in that we've had bad life stuff happen. No, it's just, no. It's just... But it seems like everything hit you. Yes, it did. It did. It hit me It hit me over Christmas and, uh, yeah, I know why, because of what happened last year. Um, and but I'm sort of, you know, I had a, a bit of a moment last week or the week before I can't remember now where it was like I just I just feel really down I don't want to do anything and then I appear to have sort of got out of that and I'm ready to start doing stuff again at the mm. moment you know I know it's sort of often a bit of a roller coaster and up and down when you're dealing with grief and you know ego death and all that but um but I think that I think at the moment these sort of Slightly more light-hearted episodes are the right thing for yeah, me, I, me and you I to agree. be doing. I agree. Also, I feel, I mean, I, maybe it is that because I felt, I haven't felt ready to move on to volume two and I was trying no. to work out why. They're a big but, emotional investment for us. Anyone who's listened to any of our, our album episodes, we dig deep when we go into them. I don't think there's going to be the same level of depth from you and I when it comes to volume two of no Happiness I don't think Road. so I mean I have listened to it I don't think it isn't going to be on the same level as volume one was no at all it's nice I, I have enjoyed it um but volume one I mean it affected me the same way that misplaced childhood and brave did wow and both of those needed a long time to mm pass before I was ready to move on to the next album yeah. they leave a long wake and I think particularly because we we were talking about happiness is the road volume one mm. during a particularly emotional time in our lives 
it's like I need extra time. So it's really nice to be doing lighthearted episodes. Mm. Um, yeah, that and also I was I've been a bit worried about going into volume two because I've loved volume one yeah. so much. And let's just say volume two hasn't been bigged up very much. Very much. So I was like, oh no, is it going to be a huge disappointment? It hasn't been so far. Of course, it's not on the level of what mm. volume one, like, okay. That's, that's just, you know, facts. But it, it's been more of a pleasure to listen to than I thought it would be. It's got, it's got some great songs on there. Yeah. Uh, there there's there's some really, really nice music. I haven't really, like, I haven't delved into the lyrics. I, I don't, I haven't looked at the lyrics at all, actually. Musically, it's got some really nice musical there's, pieces. There's only two songs, I think, on volume two that I actually don't like. Uh, the rest are all great. Yeah. You know, um, all good. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot proggier than I expected it to be. Yeah, more sort of, a bit more sort of traditionally proggier. Yeah, sort of I way. was not expect that really took me by surprise. Well, at least a couple of songs anyway. Yes, yeah. Not all of it. Some of it's quite poppy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some of it's quite boggy. Um, what was I going to say about it? Yeah, so we, we've sort of just tentatively started digging our toes into... Digging our toes dipping. into the water? <laughs> Dipping our toes in the water. I like to dig the water. <laughs> dig it out. My toes are shovels. Um, so it'll be... I imagine it'll be a few weeks and then we'll get get to volume two. And then I remembered as well, of course, we said, oh my God, we haven't got many ep- um, albums left to discuss. Right. But of course, we also have... Straight after volume two, we've got Less Is More to talk about. Oh, the famous Less Is More. Yes. Oh, that's not, exciting. Obviously not going to do, you know, four weeks on that. But no. there are some interesting things to discuss around oh, it, I think. I'm actually really looking forward to that. Yeah, I suppose you haven't listened to it, have you? No, not at all. Oh, okay. And then we also have, of course, Friends from the Orchestra. That's still to come. Yeah. And we can similarly... As with less is more, discuss whether it was a, a successful experiment or not. Why are yeah. you pulling that face? What's going on? No. I What's don't, going on? I don't know. No, tell me. No, I, I haven't listened to Friends from the Orchestra, so I can't say anything. But, but. When I heard it live, I couldn't really hear the orchestra. Yes, I know. We've we've said that on this podcast before. Have we, we couldn't really hear the orchestra apart from so, the intro of the space. Let's hope. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope you can hear them better in on the actual no, CD. It's about the same. <laughs> it's about the same. <laughs> you know, there's there's a couple of songs and some moments on there where yeah, yeah, there's some strings on that definitely, and then there's a couple of songs which you it's might like, need... it's like it's barely any different. <laughs> Listen with headphones though, because you know sometimes. I do. You well, I, do. Hear... I listen to all my music with headphones. Oh, uh, I think it's. Um, is it this strange engine, uh, which really just does not sound any different? <laughs> They've added a little extra bit, but that's about it. Um, yeah. Okay, it... we're going to have a proper listen, though, when we get to it. Yes, we will. Maybe you'll have your expensive headphones by then. Oh, stop going on about that. <laughs> okay, my mum gave Paul some money for his birthday, and then he also, someone else gave him a... a, a gift card and the gift card's nearly expired and my mum's money's just sitting there 
I'm scared to get expensive headphones because of... I mean, they're not going to be that expensive. No, but but some expensive-ish headphones because of who I am. (laughs) (laughs) So what I'm like... Looking at the state of your current headphones, I think it's time. They work. (laughs) (laughs) You said that so uncomfortably. Well, they work. They just don't look very nice. (laughs) They they are just a bit stretched. Extremely stretched. I don't know why. Your head is not as big as those headphones no, are No, It does look like sort of a... <laughs> they look horizontal. They, look, they, they do look like uh, um, headphones for Mr. Strong from the Mr. Men. <laughs> that's a really, look, that's the reason why I have to Google that. Okay, he's got he's that square. He's square. Okay, the reference. reason why I said Mr. Strong from the Mr. Men was because the first thing that popped into my head was the Elephant Man, and I didn't want to say exactly. So I didn't want to say that. So I said Mr. Strong from the Mr. Men as a safer option. How do you remember what the Mr. Men looked like? Oh yeah. How do you not know what Mr. Mr. Strong's? Yeah, Mr. Strong's got the best shoes as well. Look at his cool he's shoes. He's wearing any shoes. Mr. Strong. Yeah, he's got bare feet. What? Who's the one that wears the cool? He's got a. Oh no. He's got a bl- green hat, has he? He's got a green hat. Yeah. Who's the one that wears the really cool shoes? Then there's one that's got these really cool yellow shoes. Yellow shoes. Oh, Mr. Strong's red. Oh, uh, Mr. Funny, Mr. Tickle. Mr. Tickle doesn't have shoes. No, Mr. Funny. What's his? What's this yellow guy? The yellow guy. Mr. Oh, Funny has now shoes. Now I need to look this up. Apologies. Oh, my favourite is the one with the bandages. Yeah, Mr. Bump. He's the best. Mr. Funny has shoes. <laughs> Red and white shoes. Mr. Noisy has the best shoes. Sorry, I was confusing Mr. Noisy and Mr. Strong. We should do. An Who's episode. your favourite, Mr. Men? We should do the, an episode on. Um, oh yeah. Uh, on which Marillion members are? <laughs> the Mr. Men. I like Mr. Noisy's shoes. They're yeah, awesome. They're cool, aren't they? I um I always like Mr. Jelly. Mr. Oh, Jelly. Mr. Jelly, because in the cartoon, um it freaked Oh yeah, out. he's cool. It was it used to be um voiced by an actor called Arthur Lowe, who was in Dad's Army as Mr. Mannering. Um and his his voice for Mr. Jelly always made me laugh. And Mr. Jelly freaked out because a leaf fell off a tree and brushed against his window. And he was like, oh my God, oh God the sky's falling, the sky's falling. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> I used to love it. He's amazing. We should probably focus on some Marillion stuff. Yes. Um, we're getting worse. Look, this is, this is all therapy for us. We're just trying to not get too heavy. That's it. That's it. We've got to counteract all those heavy episodes. Marillion News. And now it's time for Marillion Report of the Week. No one will get that reference. Might edit it out. Thanks. <laughs> Very specific. Because everyone will get all the Mr. Men references. <laughs> everyone will love those. Um, so we were way off with the mystery Marillion weekend. We were way, way, way off. So as most of you will know by now, they're going back to the Netherlands. <laughs> the second Marillion weekend of this year will once again be in the Netherlands a few weeks after Port Zealand. Um, in, I think, is it Eindhoven? Is it the one directly after Port Zealand? No, Harlem, Harlem. Angel, angel of Harlem, because it's got two A's. It's the Dutch Harlem's. Harlem. Uh, Where does she go on holiday? (laughs) Harlem. Pathetic. 
so, um, but as they said in their their message, uh, um, can't find. Okay, it. just a silent message. Yeah, I, I couldn't find the bit. Uh, anyway, they said is something the, like, "Is it the weekend straight after?" No, New Zealand? it's a couple of weeks. Like I said, if you had been listening. No, no, I mean the Marillion weekend straight after the Port Zealand Marillion weekend, or is yes. there a different location between no, the two? No, oh, okay. second one. Again, so again just, I said the second one. But so they'll probably not, just you're not stay. listening to me, are you? You're not listening. You're not listening to anything I say. Nothing. Not a word. Don't listen to me. ASMR. <laughs> um, so the, you know, they said the two nighters, of obviously Port Zealand and Montreal are the only three nighters. They said the two nighters will be a band fave mashup of the songs from the three nighters. So that's interesting, isn't it? Oh. So they're not just going to kind of drop one night and then. They're going to mix it up. Yeah. Nice. That'd be some interesting set lists. Yeah. I wonder if anyone's like. Anyone who's coming from outside of the Netherlands is just going to stay in the Netherlands. The, the Netherlands. The, the Netherlands <laughs> for the whole time. Can I ask why do time. people not like it if you say Holland? You know, a lot of times, like if you say Holland, someone will come along and correct you and go, actually, it's the Netherlands. I don't know, but I'm sure there's a really good reason for it. I grew Google up being, it. I grew up being told Holland was you know, the Netherlands, and they were interchangeable. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Look, I could just look it up. Oh, Holland and Barrett. Um, <laughs> I'm looking it up on Google. This is chaotic episode, isn't it? Yeah. Feels very chaotic. I suspect most people will have turned off by now. Uh, Holland is a geographical region and former Provence. Province. Provence. <laughs> um, on the western coast of the Netherlands. Oh, so it's not a part all of, of the of Netherlands. It. It's like calling all of Great Britain Wales. Oh, I see. Do you see? Yes. Yes. Of course you do. Uh, <laughs> that was really weird. <laughs> Sorry, Paul, are we keeping you up? No, it wasn't a yawn, it was a sigh. Was a... <laughs> Sorry, I just accidentally glanced at an email. Oh. <laughs> That's your reaction God, to an I email. Think, yeah, no. <laughs> what was the email? It wasn't even that bad. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, to merit a sigh like that, you even threw your head back. <laughs> Let me just mime out to you what you did. Oh. <laughs> what does oh, the email I'll have what she's see? having. <laughs> so uh, it sounds like from what the band was saying that they did try to get elsewhere in the world, but due to costs and other factors, they couldn't. So I think Harlem is a, you know, consolation prize because <laughs> they'd already announced the dates. Yeah. So oh, uh, I wonder where the other... Location, tell you, South America. Be. We've said it. You think it was going to be I South bet, America? Or at least they tried. It's got to be. Sorry, is this, you know, you look at or Australia or somewhere because they've said they want to go to Australia, but oh. it's just not possible. I would love for their first ever Australian weekend to be at a time when we can go as well so we can combine an Australia trip. You mean when we win the lottery? Yeah, it's that, not going to be anytime soon, time. is it, that they have a, a weekend in Australia? No. 
So that would be really nice. Have they ever toured Australia? No. Oh, come on, guys. Come on, you guys. You got to come over to Australia. What was that? What was that accent? I don't know. Pleading. You're actually from Australia and you just attempted to do the worst. No, that wasn't an Australian accent. No, it wasn't. (laughs) You're the expert. I am. Good day. No, don't start. No, no. People will be traumatised. Other Marillion news. There's more? There's more. Well, Marillion adjacent. Oh, Peter Gabriel. Uh, what? No, joking. Oh, it's a new moon, so we're halfway through the month, halfway to a new Peter Gabriel song. Yes, uh, my songs are now, they are embedded within the moon in the... That's not his voice, is it? The moon, the... Uh, my song, there. I can't remember his voice. The butter. I'm like, I'm is here. I'm like, uh, you got any, you got butter? You got butter for me? Have you got any, have you got any butter? But butter. Do, could you, uh, I'm not sure how pleased Rothers would be with that impression. What impression? Are you, can you provide me with some butter? Provide, provide butter. Provide butter. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, butter. Okay. If I was to do an impression of you, tell uh, tell me, answer me whether you'd be insulted or offended if I w- went on a separate podcast and said, "Oh, oh, look, Paul Rose is here. Cream. Provide cream." <laughs> I want cream. Would would you be slightly offended or hurt? Okay, obviously, two things. One, obviously that sounds nothing like the real Rothers. Two, I'm pretty sure Rothers, the real Rothers, isn't obsessed with butter. (laughs) Let's hope not. Well, if it is, then it's an accurate impression. So (laughs) it's more accurate than we thought. Right, let's... (laughs) Let's move on to the other bit of Marillion adjacent news. Uh, Fish has announced when his final tour is happening. Oh, I thought he'd had his final tour. No. Well, we all thought maybe he'll never go and do another one after the last one finished. No, no, no. He's uh, he's still doing his final tour, which has been delayed and delayed and delayed, partly because of COVID, etc. Et oh, I see. Okay. Um, it's going to happen April, May 2024. Oh, wow. He's got... A while then. Uh, that's when it will kick off with some festivals in the summer and the final shows will be in September 2024. And the tour will consist of two nights in each city. Wow. So That's the a I- big tour. That's a big tour. Well, maybe. I mean, he could just be doing three dates that span April to September. Well, that's true. <laughs> two know. nights in each yeah, city. Yeah, we don't know how many dates. But that's the two true. nights thing is interesting, isn't it? Because I think... Um, I, I think he said that his plan is to do a, sli- a different set list every night. Right. So um, imagine how big a, a lyric book he's going to have to take with him. <laughs> like he's got two director. years to memorise those lyrics. Will he? Nah, That's probably, the challenge we're setting He'll start here. rehearsals two weeks beforehand. <laughs> Let's face no. it. Yeah. <laughs> like he will. Rehearsals will start about two weeks before the first show. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll, have, he'll be writing everything down in that book. 
but I suspect we'll get um, a broad span of his career. I wonder mm-hmm. if one night it'll be Marillion, one night it'll be solo career. I mean, obviously, he's got more solo albums than Marillion albums. He's so. got a lot of solo albums to choose from. I would have thought there'll be uh, quite a quite a spread of material. I wonder if he'll do Grendel. Well, yes. It's his final tour. Yeah, he has done it. He has yeah. done it live. So we've seen it. Are you planning on purchasing tickets, considering it's his final? <laughs> yes, I'm going to go to these. And so are you. <laughs> I just saw I saw that look on me. your face. Yes, yeah, so are you for the purposes of this podcast. <laughs> so are you. We're going to go to the final shows. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Paul's expression right now is like cold steel. Uh huh. We're going to go to those final shows, and you're going to enjoy them. No, I don't. You I, like I, I, I have not. no. I have. No uh, misconceptions that you will enjoy that you won't. <laughs> I know your feelings uh, regarding this matter, <laughs> but you know it's it's. I've got to. I, I can't still not. haven't gotten over that time when we went and he played that four song song. That four song song. It was a song made up of four songs. And Do you mean a sweet? The sweet. <laughs> the high. And I sweet. I stayed for the first one or two and then went outside went for a bathroom break came back in it was still going went outside made a phone call came back in it was still going <laughs> well eventually, eventually started texting my friend yeah. eventually you know, my test, kid tested my patience so much that i came and joined you didn't like <laughs> <Came out as well. laughs> it was like this is this is just that interminable. Was years ago interminable. that was years ago and i don't think i I ever recovered since then. Yeah. We have seen him since then. Yeah, we have. And it was better. Yeah. But I always have that kind of primal fear that he's going to pull a stunt like that again. You mean do have the Highwood? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was very proud of that suite of songs and people seemed to enjoy it. I'm sure it um, was lovely. I, I always found it hard going, the Highwood. I just, it's not something I want to be standing up through. Mm. <laughs> Maybe sitting down, it's a bit easier, mm. but that's a lot of a lot to stand through. Yes, not a lot of oomph or movement to it. No. Uh, anyway. 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 Yes, we are going to go. Like it or not, <laughs> uh, both nights. I think I might be not feeling well that evening. Come on. Even if you don't enjoy it, you'll have No, to. I'll go. Of course I'll go. I'll I'll just I'll go for the sake of this podcast. You hear that everyone, the sacrifice you make. That's the it. sacrifice I'll make. And and it is a sacrifice. I will go for the sake of our listeners so that we can report to them. And I'm willing, if it is good, I'm willing to admit that it was good. Well Schmertz was a good album. You know, and also don't forget, Sanya, if we go, there is always the chance of seeing his hemorrhoids burst on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Live. Not just on not just on a DVD. <laughs> oh, that's why I <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, there's always That would be that. amazing. So moving on to uh the thrust of what I wanted to toy with this week. Not just Sanya's emotions. Uh, and AI. 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 Um, <laughs> better. Uh, AI. So, um, 
Some of you may have seen uh, in the news recently that Nick Cave wasn't very happy because someone got ChatGPT, which is the AI bot um, that is currently making waves. I, uh, I used it the other day. I just wanted to see... What do you use it for? Oh, it's. I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to use it for the thing that I was going to use were you, it for. Were you having uh, cyber sex with it? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you seem very I, okay, embarrassed. Okay, so as you know, I between us, I am known for not writing very good messages in greeting cards. All the best. Even to my closest loved ones. Even to your husband. So best I... Wi- best wishes. <laughs> Nice knowing you. That that was my Valentine's card. Best wishes. (laughs) It wasn't far off from that. (laughs) So I went to ChatGPT and tasked it with writing a birthday card message. Mm -hmm. And it was really good. I was like, why, why why could my brain not think of that? It's scary. How did I not come up with something like that? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is. It's pretty scary in how useful it can be. Well, Nick Cave uh, was not happy that ChatGPT wrote a song in his style. Um, he he said, uh, "What ChatGPT is in this instance is replication as travesty. <laughs> uh, songs arise out of suffering." <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. Paul. Well, he has had a lot of suffering, so I shouldn't laugh. Uh, by which I mean they are predicated upon the complex eternal human struggle of creation. And well, as far as I know, algorithms don't feel. Data doesn't suffer. Jack GPT has no inner being. It has been nowhere. It has endured nothing. It has not had the audacity to reach beyond its limitations. And hence, it doesn't have the capacity for a shared transcendent experience as it has no limitations from which to transcend. So obviously, we're going to do it with Marillion (laughs) (laughs) and see if we can get ChatGPT to write something convincingly Marillion-esque, both early Marillion and later. I should... um, do you, want, do you want to hear the, the Nick Cave lyrics before we go on? Yeah. Okay, so in the verse one. In the depths of the night, I hear a call. But, oh, by the way, for many... Wait, with, is this the AI lyric? Yeah. Nick Cave, obviously quite doom-laden, gothy kind of lyrics. So, right. In the depths of the night, I hear a call, a voice that echoes through the hall. It's a siren song that pulls me in, takes me to a place where I can't begin. I am the sinner, I am the saint. I am the darkness, I am the light. I am the hunter, I am the prey. I am the devil, I am the saviour. I walk the streets with my head held high. I've got my demons, but I'll make them fly. I'll dance with the devil and I'll play his game. I'll be the one to call his name. Now, if you presented me with that and said, Nick Cave wrote these, I'd go, yeah, they're all right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That is that is some good AI skill right there. Isn't it just? Considering it's written by a robot. Yeah. That's pretty phenomenal. It is pretty phenomenal. I mean, I'm, I, I, I had an ad on Facebook the other day. Yeah. Um, for AI script writing. No. Yeah. Which is like, you know, uh, hello, I'm the wrong person that this should be targeted at. Yeah. You know, it's like, why not just, just do me out of all work? So it's scary, yeah. but Nick Cave has a point. You know, obviously, real art is is 
is formed through experience. Yes. It's a reflection of who a person is. As good as those lyrics might be, they don't have a lot of meaning to them. No. I think you they can... They sound you, you, like they might. They sound like they might, but when you know that lyrics are coming from someone's personal experience, it just adds another layer. But this is the... Here's the question, Behind right? them. Would an audience care if a script or a song or a book or whatever was written entirely by AI if it was good enough? Well, I guess that's if the human that is presenting it, that's either singing or acting, if they can inject the human feeling into it, well, yeah, the you, depth of emotion and then, well, a book, the, then. the experience... A book. Which isn't active. I don't know. I mean, the lyrics were great. They were good, but they, they were great. You said great. No, no, that was a mistake. I, because <laughs> what I wanted to say was they computers were computers do not make mistakes. Humans good. are fallible. They were good, but they weren't great. It's like, what's he actually trying to say? Do you mm. know what I mean? They were just a few words thrown together. So I'm not sure a book would work. So uh, I went on Chat GPT earlier. Mm. Uh, we're going to do some live in a moment. Okay, that's uh, exciting. It is exciting, isn't it? Really exciting. Uh, and I first of all, I asked ChatGPT to write some jokes about Marillion. Okay. Uh, I, I made two attempts at this. The first one, it told me that it wasn't allowed to make jokes, poking fun at any group or individuals, and that includes the band Marillion. Fair and enough. And I asked it again, and it said, I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with any jokes about Marillion. However, as a language model, I can generate some jokes about Marillion for you. Doesn't make sense, really, does it? No. But then it did. So um, joke number one. Remember, Sanya, do not try and guess the punchline. You just go, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay, just, I know you struggle with jokes that you seem to see them as a challenge. <laughs> they are a challenge. But these are to <laughs> demonstrate okay, the I will. Okay, I will take a back seat. Why did the Meridian fan cross the road? That's your cue to say I don't know why did the Meridian fan. <laughs> let's try again. Let's start again. Side. Okay, let's start again. Let's let let's go. So this is take two. Right. Why did the Meridian fan cross the road to get to the other side? No, again, it's not for you to say. No, right. Take three. Why did the Meridian fan cross the road? Why did the Meridian fan cross the road? Okay, that could have been better. Let's try. It. Take four. Why did the Meridian fan cross the road? Hmm, I'm not sure, Paul. Why did the Meridian fan cross the road? To get to the other gig. That's all right. Is it? Yeah. You didn't laugh. Well, I mean, it wasn't a funny joke, but it's amusing. All right. Second one that ChatGPT gave me. Yes. Why did the Meridian fan bring two CDs to the concert? Two CDs. No, no, no. No, it's not. It's not a quiz. Remember how jokes work. Okay. I don't want to just be told the answer. I want to try and figure it out myself. It's especially important here that you just go along with it because we're doing it to demonstrate the AI. All right. Why did they bring? No, let me start again. Take two. Okay. Why did the Meridian fan bring two CDs to the concert? Why did no. they bring two CDs to the concert? I don't know. Why did that? Okay, so take three. I said that. I don't know why. This is the rhythm of the joke. Oh, I, I don't have know to say why it in did those exact words. That's take take quite... four. Take four. Okay. Why did the Marillion fan bring two CDs to the concert? I don't know. Why did the Marillion fan bring two CDs to the concert? Was it because one was. No! 
listen to no, and one no, was to No, no, stop it. Why are you ruining my experiment? You're basically the equivalent. If this was a laboratory <laughs> and and I said to you, uh, could you uh, analyse this uh, formula that I've come up with and uh, yeah, passed sure. you a test tube, say, you're, yeah, sure. you're pissing it. No, that's the that's the equivalent of what you're doing now. You're pissing on my experiment. All right. Why did the Marillion fan bring two CDs to the concert? One to listen to. No, and... no. I say the question, and then you say, "I don't know why." No, did the I'm Marillion reading fan... out the AI thing. No, seriously. I, okay, go. We're not going to get through this right, go, unless you on. focus. Focus. Why did the Marillion fan bring two CDs to the concert? One to listen to. No. And for, one two. For... Fuck's sake. Just keep going. Seriously, for fuck's sake. Why are you incapable of doing it? You're not like, a stupid woman. Let's... You're very intelligent. <laughs> Why the fuck do you not get jokes? Right, let's go. Why do you not fundamentally understand how one-liner jokes work? Come on, let's go. You go. Why did the Marillion fan bring two CDs to the concert? Why? I don't know. Why did the Marillion fan bring two CDs to the concert? One to listen to and one to throw at the band. That's terrible. Here's another one. Please do not balls this up or we'll never someone. get through through it. It's not... It, we're not picking the joke up on health and safety. All right. What do you call a Marillion fan with half a brain? I don't know. What do you call a Marillion fan with half a brain? Gifted. So that feels that's like, that feels like an attack, horrible. doesn't it? Horrible. Yeah. What if I'd lost half my brain in an accident and I read that? Thanks a lot, G- Chat GPT. Yeah, that's just cruel. Right. Thank Christ, we're done with the jokes. Uh, well, I mean, judging by those jokes, I think you can relax about your job. I mean, they're just standard jokes. I've heard those jokes kind of before. Oh, they're recycled. Yeah, the formula is. Um, All right, lyrics then, shall we? Yeah. Um, so what do we think? Did you tell it to write a song about death and water? No, but we'll see if it comes up with one. Uh, I'm going to say, write me a song in the style of early Marillion. So we'll start in the early days. All right, here we go. Write me a song in the style of early Marillion. Is it going to know what early Marillion means or do you have to give it a date? I've, I've already tried it, so uh, I know, I know that it does... There is a difference between early and modern Marillion as far as ChatGPT is concerned. Clever. Verse one. Mm -hmm. In the early morning light, I see the world come alive. The sun is rising high and the colours start to thrive. Chorus. But my thoughts are far away in a place where I used to stay with memories that I can't escape. I'm feeling lost and alone. That's very early Marillion. Uh, I walked the streets in the night hoping to find a sign, a way to mend my broken heart, yep, and make everything right. But my thoughts are far away in a place where I used to stay. With memories that I can't escape, I'm feeling lost and alone. I try to hold on to the past, but it's slipping through my grasp. All the love we shared, it's now just a memory that's blurred. But my thoughts are far away in a place where I used to stay. With memories that I can't escape, I'm feeling lost and alone. I'll keep searching for the truth and hope to find my way back to you. But until then, I'll be feeling lost and alone. Feeling lost and alone. Mm. Now, I mean, clever, clever. I think it needs to uh, flip through a thesaurus a bit more, though. Well, if that's it's trying fish, to copy fish. Isn't it? Yeah, it's not fishy enough. It's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not f- giving me fish vibes. Well, let me let me ask specifically um, for fish lyric. 
All right. But as a poem or a lyric, it's clever for it, a computer. It got the whole heartbreak thing. I mean, it sounds like I, I'm insulting the computer. It's like, ha, 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 I'm way more intelligent than you. And, and you're telling me, oh, well done, little computer. Mm. I was like, oh, I can beat you in a second. Okay, this one that I've just asked it was, I've asked it, write me a song in the style of Marillion Singer Fish. Okay. First one. Yes. I'm standing here on the edge of time. The memories of you still fresh in my mind. Again, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's the same song. <laughs> I'm reaching out for something I can't see, hoping for a chance for you to come back to me. But the co- clock keeps ticking and the world keeps turning and I'm just a man with my heart yearning for the love that we had and the life we shared. But it's gone now and I'm left with the tears we shed. I'm staring out at the endless sea, wondering where you are and if you're thinking no. of me. Sorry. <laughs> F. What? F for fail. This is not a fish lyric. All right. <laughs> N- no. Right, I'm going to try one more. Has it just taken like lavender and sort of gone, oh, Remixed this is it. what he yeah. does? So wrong. Uh, all right, I'm going to say, write a song in the style of the rock singer Fish and see what it comes up with. All right. It, it, certainly with the ones I did earlier with it were a bit more, I don't fishy. know. Yeah. Something fishy going on here. <laughs> okay, well, this one definitely is wrong because it starts with, I'm running wild with the wind in my hair. <laughs> doesn't know him at all <laughs> oh this is him okay all right you ready for the chorus yes oh no i'll go I'll, actually no i'll start with the whole of the, the verse and okay then go into the chorus i'm running wild with the wind in my hair living for a moment without a care i'm shouting out my message to the crowd with a fire in my heart and my feet on the ground because i'm a rebel with a cause to fight <laughs> i'll never back down from what's wrong or right I'll keep on pushing until I'm free with the world at my feet and my destiny. That's a bit more him, isn't it? Certainly his... Um, his it's his not capturing his essence, though. It's not capturing his complexity. No, that's very true. Um, yeah, sorry, chat GPT. All right, Stick I'm, to writing greeting cards. Right, I'm going to ask you to write a song in the style of modern Marillion. Okay. <sighs> Write me a song about death and water in the style of modern Marillion. Well, weirdly, when I got it to do it earlier, pretty much all the songs were about about the water or the sea in some way. Really? Yeah. Well, look, I'll read you this one. Uh, this is one I did earlier. Um, in the dark of the night, I hear the call of the sea, echoes of a distant shore calling out to me, and I'm sailing away on the winds of the the wings of the wind. I'm leaving behind all that I've known. With a heart full of hope and a soul full of dreams, I'll sail into the no- the unknown with the wind at my seams. <laughs> I think my, it's getting My, my seams have certainly with... felt some wind upon them. <laughs> I think it's getting confused between songs and poems. Well, why? Because it, it seems to think everything has to rhyme. Yeah, it's not got that sort of complexity in no. terms of uh you I know, think clever I, clever I, couplets yeah that, i think marillion is safe in with their well age at least with his lyric writing although didn't he say he was finding it hard to come up with ideas for 
song lyrics. Yes. As time went on. How would you well, feel? Well, maybe <laughs> chat GPT could give him a hand. Although judging by these lyrics, probably not. How would you feel uh, if, if he said he was writing the next Meridian album using AI? I wouldn't mind because I'd trust that he might take the bare bones from AI or some pointers and then embellish them with his own spirit. Right. How would you feel? Yeah, I think I'd trust him to use it as a... I mean, if he was just kind of typing, write me a song about cakes or something, mm. then, yeah, I wouldn't like that. But as he said, even with John Helmer's lyrics, he would change them to, to yeah. work from him, for him. Um it's, it feels like something that David Bowie would have done because uh, do you know about the whole Bowie lyric thing that he used to cut up uh, lyrics and uh, put them all on the floor and then mix them around and then piece together new lyrics? Really? Yeah. No, I had no idea. He used to cut out individual words and then make lyrics. This was in the 70s. Oh, wow. So AI does feel like something that someone like him would experiment with. Yeah. Because he was always quite sort of, you know, forward thinking when it came to sort of technology and... I think as a New tool, trends. it could be quite handy, like just to give you a bit of inspiration, uh, fill in some gaps, a few pointers. And then on top of that, you add your own personal flair or you can expand upon it or you can, you know, inject some of that human spirit or the layers of human emotion into it and just, you know, add, add that humanity. Hmm. So we, we can work together with AI. I mean, I'm saying this, I'm petrified of AI taking over, but... I'm a bit scared of it taking jobs. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. We all thought, oh, robots are going to take all the jobs, but actually it's AI. It's AI. That have the potential to take creative jobs. Mm. Because that was the other thing I was doing. I was using Mid Journey, which is an AI bot, and I asked it to design some Meridian albums in the style of Mark Wilkinson. Mm -hmm. um, and I will put some of those up on our Facebook page after after this episode goes out and you can see what it did again mark wilkerson hasn't got anything to worry about but you know but this like, is just the beginning stages this is just what's scary is where it goes from here exactly and i was watching um a video i can't remember her name it's a, a lady a scientist who's developed uh some technology where it's ai reading facial expressions and micro expressions in people mm. and being able to empathize with them or tell you what someone is feeling through from there because it can read the muscles that your face is using mm. to create its expressions even micro expressions and um she was in an interview with someone and he was like oh i thought my whole job was to provide the empathy so i thought i was safe from ai taking mm. over in my case and then he's like well no now if it can learn to even to read human emotions and show empathy <laughs> all of our jobs can be replaced yeah unfortunately it's true i i, I really you know from my feeling around with all this stuff I, I really it is think. freaky. It's freaky how fast it learns. But I think with the likes of you and I, mm. we, you know, it's why this podcast exists. We relate to Marillion's music from very much an emotional perspective, don't we? And that yes. means the lyrics and the music itself. Yes. Whether AI is ever capable of of giving or providing us with, with art 
that invokes an emotional response in us? I Who don't knows? know because you know it's not coming from an emotional place. Yeah. It's that thing that Nick Cave said, you know, yeah. the AI right. hasn't gone through right. anything. So what have you got to empathise with? Yeah. Unless it's triggering something in you that's reminding you of something that you went through. But still it feels like a piece of the puzzle is missing if you know whence those words are coming from. <laughs> yeah. Is who's swallowed not... the thesaurus now? <laughs> I've been I've been possessed by fish. Um, is isn't from a source from someone who's been through a similar experience? Uh, yeah, all they can ever be, at least for the time being, until it gets more complicated and tricks us. I think that's what it will be. It will yeah. trick us, you know, by some of those lyrics. If it, if if it did something a bit more original rather than just what it is doing, yeah, which is just digesting a load of existing stuff. I mean, you know, and, and squirting it out, which, lest we forget, is what Marillion were accused of in the early days. Is it? You know, well, with copying Genesis. Oh, right. You yeah. know, that's what they were accused of doing, exactly that. Uh, but, you know, the fact that they, they would, if Marillion had literally had a bunch of computers and just typed in, you know, write me some songs in the style of Genesis, mm. uh, I doubt they'd have, they'd have been as successful. Yeah, because it is, you, that human element does add a lot of value to art. Yeah. A lot of value. So I'm not sure it could ever be replaced. I'm now asking it to write a song in the uh, style of early Genesis. Again, this is this is shit. Right, the la- in the land of the unknown, where the shadows roam, we search for the light to guide us through the night. That's rubbish. Oh my goodness. What was interesting though is I did ask it to come up with some uh, album titles. Oh, go on. Uh, and again, some of these if. If after Script for Jester's Tear came out, Fish or the band had announced that our next album is called dot dot dot, so, and they used one of these, I would I would have gone, all right, yeah. Go, <laughs> go and let us hear them. Well, A Voice in the Wilderness, which is obviously inspired by Vigil in the Wilderness and Mirrors, but The Lament of a Lost Soul. <laughs> you would have Fair gone. Fair enough. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Sound of Solitude. Yeah. Rising from the Ashes. Visions of the future, shores of yesterday. Oh, that's a good one. Echoes of the unsaid. Oh, that's a good one. Like a song for the lonely. <laughs> uh. Through the looking glass. Yeah, I could believe that. The secret language of dreams. And then I asked it to come up with some album titles in the style of modern Marillion. Right. And it came up with The Invisible Man. Okay, where'd you get that from? <laughs> well done, genius. <laughs> Uh, I actually quite like this one. A collection of recollections. <gasps> I yeah, I do like that I actually one. Actually, don't hate that. I do like that. The New Kings. Okay. Again. Oh come on. Uh, out of the darkness. Shit. Where the heart is. Broken pieces. I don't mind that. Echoes of the future. No, I don't. I like, like that. that. Really? Yeah. Okay. The road ahead. Quite like that. That's okay. Okay. From the ashes. Nah. No. And the sound of progress. No. <laughs> A couple of good ones in there. Yeah. The rest were not as good. 
Yeah. Uh, so I I don't know. It's 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 scary. Uh, but I think uh, Marillion will be long gone by the time AI can trick us into thinking a human. Yeah, written, it needs a, a lot more development before it's a proper threat. Yeah. To any songwriters. It's interesting jobs. what it picked up though, isn't it? Because. I mean, I don't know how these things work. Obviously, they very quickly somehow scan existing things that are out there. Um, but it's interesting, like with the fish ones, it picked up the whole broken heart, you know, thing that you wrote about constantly and mm. with the H songs. Uh, the whole water mm. thing was quite prominent. So it's it, it's got some elements right in terms of the style. Mm. But if someone, let's say someone had presented to you those words and hadn't told you what they were, would you have read them and said, oh, that's a song in the style of early Marillion or, oh, that's a song in the style of modern Marillion? I wouldn't have. All right, let's, here we go. Let's, let me just try one last thing. Um, right, I'm going to try, try one last thing in. Okay. Right, I've asked it to write a song about climate change in the style of modern Marillion. Okay. Well, given, you know, yeah. recent themes and... Oh, God, this is awful. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I love an album before it's dark. Right? I love that album, but I do think some of the lyrics are a bit rude. One, I'll, I'll admit it now, I don't think the H's best lyrics always on that album. Um... But what the AI has come up with here is even more on the nose. <laughs> the winds Go are howling on. and the seas are rising. The world is changing and it's not surprising. <laughs> um, we're seeing the effects of what we've done. The damage is done and it's only begun. We're running out of time to make a change. We've got to act fast before it's too late. We're on the brink of a climate change and it's up to us to seal our fate. <laughs> The forests are dying and the ice is melting. The animals are suffering and it's our fault. We've been living like there's no tomorrow. But now we must face the sorrow. We oh, can't keep ignoring is... what's happening around. H, H is safe. Completely <laughs> safe. His job is safe. Yeah. Famous last words. Case closed. Case closed. <laughs> right, that's it for this week. Oh, we're not reading a letter? No. <laughs> Okay. You said to me when we woke up this morning that it didn't feel right to read any letters. No, this I said no. I said you did an episode of letters, but I thought we were going to add one or two. To oh, the chuck the one in there then. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Why is it all about you and how great you are? Hmm? No, is- I haven't looked at it yet. Oh, okay. We're doing a letter, everyone. Just one letter. We're doing one letter. I've got to find where we're up to. Glad you had it ready. Well. <laughs> right, okay, write a letter to the podcast beyond pod. <laughs> right, write a it's letter. It's not going to know who we are. About Marillion to the podcast beyond pod. Oh, I'm going to read a letter from Daddy G. Let me just. I'm going to write. I'm going to read a letter from Chat GPT at the end. Okay. Daddy, Daddy, Daddy G. Daddy, Daddy, Daddy G. Daddy G. All right. 
So this letter is from Brian Morris, a.k.a. Daddy G. He says, the happiness volume one album to me is the album where Mark Kelly becomes a huge star in the band. He's always been great, don't get me wrong, but to me, this first album where he truly becomes a star. This is the first album where he truly becomes a star. The piano and keyboard parts are just so moving. Have you read that bit Have I read twice? this whole... Yeah, I accidentally... Because I missed out a word. Oh, I thought I was going mad. I thought I was having a stroke. No, you weren't. I've also been marvelling at Peaked's work on the album. Oh, I agree, I agree. The bass parts are mind-blowing at times, as are the drums. The drums are particularly powerful on the live recordings, especially the Distant Lights concert. You mentioned that the song Happiness is the Road may not justify its length, but I have to say I disagree. To me, every second of this title track brings chills. The bridge section is truly astonishing with Rothery's guitar part and H singing You Are Not Your Pain. To meet the lyrics for the title track, Happiness is the Road sums up the entire album so beautifully. You guys also made the brilliant point that each of this songs, each of these songs on volume one fills a role on the album, and I completely agree. Happiness Volume 1 is an album where the parts add up to far greater than each of the parts. Where the parts add up to far greater than each of the parts. <laughs> where the far. whole adds up to far... Are you correcting his letter? Are you workshopping... Are you now workshopping the listener's letters? Is that now what's happening? Do you, not only do you not understand jokes, you don't understand fundamentally the relationship here between listener and podcast. Okay. You don't have to I'm make their, their letters better. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, in that way, it's sort of like misplaced childhood where the album really needs to be played start to finish to get the full emotional heft of the album. I agree. Also, Dreamy Street may be a sort of callback to Pseudo Silk Kimono, with this train possibly calling back to Kaylee. I digress. The point I'm making is that each of the songs on Volume 1 are great when played individually, but when played start to finish, the entire album takes on a weight that is truly mind-blowing. Yep, I completely agree with that as well. The other point I keep going back to as a listen to Volume 1 is how sad I am that they combined Volume 1 and Volume 2 into one musical statement, which I think was probably a mistake. I wonder if the band ever considered re releasing Volume 2 as a B-side collection to Volume 1. Volume 1 to me is a masterpiece. While Volume 2 has some great songs, but also some clunkers. Sorry if that offends anyone. Another option might have been to include the peak songs of Volume 2 onto Volume 1. For example, my happiness playlist includes whatever... This, this goes on about that. Paul! My happiness playlist includes whatever is wrong with you. Sorry, Paul, but I love this song, which might have been a hit single back in the day. And especially true, placed right after This Train Is My Life in the playlist. Those two songs to me sound so wonderful. <laughs> what are you amused by? By your silence. Those two songs to me sound so wonderful in that spot on the album. They add an energy to the album that highlights the quieter moments in the songs that are to come. 
I also have Real Tears for Sale placed right before the song Happiness is the Road. And I love the weight that it adds in that location on the album. The refrain, come and get it, at the end of Real Tears feeds so nicely. It seems to be talking quite a bit about volume two. Yeah, okay, well, I'm nearly, well, it's okay. Think of it as a statement for the future. Well done for Um, choosing this particular letter and (laughs) not saving it until after we've finished volume two. It's okay. And of course, I need to mention the lyrics on this album, which are some of the best H has ever written. Many of the lyrics restate the same points, but they all say the same point in such beautifully different ways. And interestingly, this is apparently how the book The Power of Now is written, which also tends to restate the same points using different language. I wonder if H wrote his lyrics in this way to mirror the style, the writing style of the book. In summary, I have to say that Happiness Volume 1 is without a doubt a Marillion masterpiece to my ears and I believe many fans want to revisit the album, especially with headphones on, and always listen from start to finish. From Brian Morris. Oh, that wasn't Daddy G. Sorry, that was Brian Morris. God help us, that was a train wreck, thanks. It's from Brian Morris. Daddy G Morris Minor. is the next one. Okay, Arthur Scargill. Minor, Morris, minor, minor strike, scab, Arthur Scargill. Um, well done reading that. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, are you satisfied Brian now? Morris. Yes. I, I've, I've got a letter to read as well from um, the listener chat GPT. <laughs> well, I, I kind of want to read Daddy G's one because I name checked him. And I no, feel... no. It's a short one. Dear B- no, next week. Dear Bianpod, greetings from a diehard Meridian fan. I am writing to propose a truly unique and amusing way for you to feature the band on your podcast. As a long-time fan, I have always been Im- impressed by the band's musical talents, but what I find even more impressive is their ability to turn everyday experiences into lyrics that are both relatable and poetic. So I propose that you have the band come on your show and have them perform a lyrics improvisation segment. <laughs> Here's how it would work. You would give them a random topic or situation such as waiting in line at the DMV or making a cup of tea and have them come up with a song on the spot, incorporating the given topic into the lyrics. I can only imagine how hilarious and creative the results would be. It would be a great way to show off their songwriting abilities and give your listeners a glimpse into their creative process. I know this might be a bit out of the box, but I believe that Marillion is a band that would be up for anything and I think your listeners would enjoy the unique and amusing approach. So, are you going to give it a try? I hope to hear back from you soon. Sincerely, ChatGPT. The question is now, listener, was that letter indistinguishable from Brian Morris's letter? Which was the better letter? What do you think, Sanya? Brian's, 100%. We'll leave it on that note, I think, for this week. Fine. You look miffed because I'm not letting you read out Daddy G's letter. <laughs> You're really pissed off. No, I'm not pissed off. You do. You've got a face on. Because... You need some AI facial reading um, technology. AI facial. Reading technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, that's it then for this week. 
If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash MrBiffo, where you get bonus episodes and a whole load of other stuff. Sanya and I are putting on a live show. Uh, we've taken a leaf out of Meridian's books, and we're doing a digitizer weekend this summer. If you'd like to come and meet us and have two days of utter nonsense thrust into your face. Two evenings. Okay, two evenings of utter nonsense thrust into your face. Um, oh, sod it. I'll just put a link to the uh, the details in the podcast description how about that especially considering it's um two evenings based upon 30 years of digitizer so if people aren't familiar with digitizer if you find us come along and be completely confused if you find us even halfway entertaining you might enjoy it so uh i will put some details also the tickets on the friday night are not selling well so we've got to be honest about it it's been up for 24 hours paul no, 48 by this point. Well, yeah, but 24 of those were secret. Not that secret. Anyway, um, that's it. Subscribe, tell people about us. So this has been another shambolic episode. This is probably what it's going to be like for a few weeks. So you might just want to skip the next couple. Until <laughs> 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 we get to volume two. Um, that's it then. Uh, everyone, have a good have week. Have a lovely week. Let's be good, hope. be safe, behave. And I uh, hope that you're... Toes haven't frozen off in this cold weather if you're living in the UK. That was that was your that was your sign off, was it? I don't know why I said that. <laughs> was your big sign off? <laughs> Thanks for that. Remember to say hi to your neighbours. Butter. Bye. Bye.